Hello, everyone, and welcome to Petite to Queen's Claim Your Career Crown podcast. I'm your host, Lynn, and today I'm joined by our wonderful guest, Kurtadeva Peruman. And today we're going to be talking about how to break through men's toxic masculinity to healthy habits. And I want to tell you a little bit about Kurt Deva, and he goes by Deva for short. So we're going to stay with that. And he's originally from the tropical island of Moritas. And I hope I got that right. And he currently lives in New Zealand. Um, Just wonderful, exotic, tropical. This is incredible. Um, Deva is a bilingual French and English counselor, a holistic life coach, and a speaker. With his counseling practice, he is currently working in a nonprofit where he works with children, teenagers, individuals, couples, families, and the wider community. As a holistic life coach, his purpose is to elevate the masculine energy in a healthy, positive way and to generate empowering and effective changes in men. Dave is Deva. Deva is enthusiastic in helping others to grow emotionally, to speak with their soul, and to push them to go the extra mile to achieve their dreams. His missions also encompass to elevate and empower the healthy masculine energy in at least 500,000 men aged 25 to 40 years, awaken the superhero within the younger generations, um, six to 12 years old, and to generate powerful changes. And finally, lead a positive wave of change in parenting younger teenage boys. His main research and speaking topics focus on toxic masculinity and how to, pr- pr- how to promote healthy masculine energy. Deva has participated in Toastmasters, podcasts, and summits to share about any topics, including drugs, alcohol, toxic behavior, violence, depression, anxiety, and suicide, all relating to men's mental health, which is a topic that's close to his heart. Deva is leading a global awareness around the struggles and challenges men go through in the different stages of their lives. He loves to engage in conversations with others about men's mental health and how we can make this world a kinder place. Uh, Deva, I am really looking forward to this conversation, and I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you so very much. Thank you so much, Lynn, uh, because actually I'm I'm very honored to be on your show. You know, um, I'm looking forward to because last time we spoke, we had a wonderful conversation. So it's a continuation of this. So let's start on. That's let's begin. I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, and I love this. Let's start on. And for those of you who are starting on and you're tuning in for the very first time, you know what? If you love the show, you love what we're doing. This incredible episode. You know what? Subscribe to Claim Your Career Crown wherever you get your podcasts. And while you are there and doing that. As I said, if you love what we're doing, please give us a five-star review. We would very much appreciate it. All right. So, Deva, let's get right into it. And I really want to hear some of your background of what inspired you to get started in this field of men's uh, toxic masculinity. Oh, well, first of all, thank you so much for the wonderful introduction again. Uh, Well, based on the bio, it says, like, uh, I come from Mauritius. and 
in my country where I come from, we don't talk about the mental health. It's not a topic. It's very taboo. So from a young, uh, from teenage years, I suffered uh, from anxiety, you know, uh, but I didn't know it was anxiety or even depression at that time. I even had suicidal thoughts back then, but I didn't speak about it because I couldn't find anyone to speak about it. And then I started to research and I was introduced to psychology. So I did an engineering degree first. I finished a diploma. I couldn't handle it to continue. So I said, no, let's move to psychology. And I fell in love. And that's where my personal development started. And I realized what I went through in my teenage and childhood, like bullying, having suicidal thoughts, uh, being, you know, like those saying, saying, men up. Boys don't cry, don't cry like a little girl. Uh, this has been ingrained in my in my subconscious, I would say, or my basement, like I like to call it. And uh, hence, I started to research on this topic more. And when I came to New Zealand in 2019, I discovered another culture, and it was a cultural shock, as you might call it. And here there is a lot of violence in terms of uh, binge drinking, especially that's a major issue in New Zealand. And then I discovered the term toxic masculinity. I didn't know about it until I was doing my counseling practice. And my supervisor told me about this and I started to research more about it. I was like, whoa, this is not only New Zealand, it's the whole world. And men's mental health is not talked about. Uh, it's not something we promote about. And uh, that's why I'm here to promote about it and to talk about it. Because as men, we need to acknowledge our maybe failures, what where we fail or in terms of our behavior if and uh, lack of respect maybe sometimes towards other. It's not only towards women, may, maybe towards other men as well. So I'm here to challenge that, to, to say, no, let's accept it how we are but we move towards a more healthy way you know yeah yeah absolutely that's that's incredible journey that you've personally been on for this um personal and and professional development and i'm curious when you do work on the counseling work that you do um do you have a specific process that you use um a, a certain methodology that you go through um in the work that you do yes uh well in my counseling or life coaching uh, business as well, what I do is more, it's more about uh, acceptance. So I use, uh, I, I'm not going to go in the theory terms of it. I will try to layman terms, you know, uh, but it's more, I would say I use mindfulness a lot, uh, being, being present in the moment. And uh, sometimes I will visit the past and it's about accepting that. So I work a lot on the inner child kind of work because I really follow Louise Hay, Louise Hay work, uh, which it's about acknowledging those, the inner child, the wounded inner child. And for men, it's like the wounded uh, male ego maybe who has been hurt, but it's about accepting there. So with my clients, for example, I will explore the past and then we move into the present. Uh, we work on that subconscious uh, belief, you know, like limiting belief that we have that as men, for example, we don't show emotion or maybe with a woman as well. It's like, I need to be strong for the family, you know, as a woman, like I have to take care of the family. It's all about 
others, for women, for example, uh, and it's not about themselves. So I try to bring also about self-care. I remind people self-care is really important. That's one of the major things because as a counselor as well and life coach, I have to take care of myself. I, I can't tell people or suggest people that, yeah, maybe you could try uh, this technique or mindfulness technique, but well, I'm not doing it. So it's not fair on them. So for me, it's mindfulness, self-care and that limiting belief that I use a lot in my work. Yes. Yeah. And, and because you used it in your work in the journey that you went on, um, how did you find that things that were holding you back that you were able to um, break through uh, so that you could move forward into the, into where you are now and helping others? Uh, Well, first thing uh, was acceptance. I feel uh, to recognize being aware where I was, what was happening to me, what, what uh, recognized what my limiting beliefs were. And that was a major breakthrough, I feel, to recognize that because it's something we don't talk about, we don't acknowledge. You know, as 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 a boy growing up and becoming a man, it's like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm all right. You know, here everyone asks, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. I'm all right. So for me, it's like saying, I'm not fine. I'm, I'm not okay. There's something that I need to work on. So that when uh, that's when the breakthrough actually happened, when I accepted, okay, I'm not fine. So what can I do? So I started, for example, for me, what worked was writing down my li- limiting belief. Okay. Uh, like I was not comfortable about money, for example, just an example. Uh, my money story, what was my money story? And it went back to my ancestors. And here uh, in New Zealand, I learned about intergenerational trauma, which is a major topic, which I didn't realize coming from Mauritius, a colonized country. We were colonized by the French, like first Dutch, Portuguese. I'm not sure about uh, the timing, but like French and uh, English. So we were all colonized. Like my ancestors were brought from South India by the English. So I... I brought all these within me. I had all these fear, like uh, I don't want to offend anyone, but like white people are on top, you know? And uh, I always had this fear coming in New Zealand now, which is mostly white dominated and it's not diverse. So I had to break that and accept who I am. Like it's okay to have a colored skin and I love loving myself was a major one as well seeing myself in the mirror and say, I love you. That was a breakthrough as well, saying, uh, because the first time it was awkward, like imagine you are looking in the mirror, you say, I love you. But we are more comfortable to say, I love you to another person. But to ourselves, we struggle. So for me, I started, like uh, like I said earlier about the inner child, I started loving and supporting my inner child, working with him, empowering him, and then moving on to my teenage and then, to my normal self, like adult self, I would say. So that's how my journey went. Uh, yeah, I hope I it helps to people, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and it's so important because I'm sure that you're able to utilize that um, when you're working with other people and, um, you know, be able to know where they're at in association with where you were at at one point. So when with the counseling that you do, what do you find holds many people back um 
Well, first of all, I think the environment, you know, like where you grew up is important uh, because uh, with the people I work with, it, they come mostly from a violent or drug-related uh, background or even uh, like they have been abused, whether it's sexually, uh, physically, verbally. Verbally is a big one as well, uh, physical abuse as well. And I think the environment plays a role on yourself, like how you view yourself. Right. And uh, I feel this creates that limiting belief as well in, in you, how you, and that hold you back. Because if you have from uh, your childhood, for example, if your dad has been telling you that you're stupid, that you're not worth anything, just imagine, and as a, for example, you're a girl and you grew up with that, that was your first male figure in your life telling you that so anyone who any any male who comes to you you have this wall up saying oh at the back of your mind it might play oh i'm stupid like to a male you know and and this can play up and i feel that the environment can hold people back as well and the main thing is i feel people hold themselves back by having those fears uh and we all know that once you break through your fear there's there's freedom you know like there's you're totally free and sometimes 99% of the time the scenarios or the negative scenarios that we play in our mind we think like it doesn't happen it never happened like for example i i know from a based on my experience like a client who had a crush earlier this year uh last year sorry and then she kept every time she get into her car she she had this fear, which is obvious because she had a crash, you know, and uh, and then we had to work through that uh, slowly taking maybe driving 500 meters in her cars. Uh, and then she break through that fear, one kilometers and 1.5. And then we went on for that. So sometimes it's good to acknowledge like the limiting belief and then take small steps. Yeah. There's no need to have those big steps. You can have big goals, but break it into small steps yeah yeah well that's very very wise i always say that you can you know travel the same distance with baby steps and sometimes you can actually get there faster that way because you don't have the setbacks um yes. yeah absolutely uh yeah. i you know so on this topic of you know the men's um toxic masculinity um, if someone in the audience felt that, you know, this was them or they saw some signs of this type of behavior or somebody else whose loved one, um, somebody they care about has this type of behavior um, or is manifesting, what's something that some kind of action that they can take today, tomorrow, this week um, to, you know, really break free from that? Yeah, I mean, uh They'll, it depends on the situation. Uh, that's a very good question because sometimes when this happens, we see like, for example, if you have a partner who is violent, for example, you're like, what do I do? Uh, but it, it's to remind yourself first, it's not your job to save him, right? It's, it's rather to listen to him. Okay, let's, let's maybe sit down. And if, if he's having his moment, like I call it like having a tantrum, you know? And if he's having his moment, let him. Just be with him and listen to him, like sit down. Okay, let's talk about it. And most likely he will tell you, I'm all right. And say, okay, 
I'm not going to tell you what to do, but this might help you. You know, like maybe talking to someone, like someone means a therapist, maybe that that could help you. I could refer you to someone, but don't tell the person, yeah, you should do that. You know, you should go to that person because that already, he's already defensive. He's not going to listen to you. And maybe creating, because like in New Zealand, we have this group called, for example, the Men Sheds. And I think it's a global thing uh, where men sheds, where men uh, come together, they can work on a different project like wood. For example, in New Zealand, they are working on wooden project. And these are men like in their 40s or maybe uh, older or elderly. And even younger men are joining in now. They can learn from the experience from older uh, elderly person, you know, and create joining those group and now we are a global community through facebook for example go on those groups there are men's mental health groups that you can connect with and if you feel that the person is having suicidal thoughts now it's a time for action and that's when you should call the right authority i don't know in the us for example here we have uh, like globally, I think every country has a crisis team. Yeah. So that's when you tell, uh, you can call anonymously and say, look, I'm worried about this person. Then they will have the professional come to talk because uh, reaching that level of, for example, for suicidal, if the person has a plan or even has a day or time, this is critical. Like you must get the help needed. And that's when you should call. But uh, I, I say the small action is to sit with the person and just talk. Okay, let's talk. You can talk about life, start with general. That's what I do with, uh, in my counseling practice as well, when men come and they don't want to talk about their issues. So I talk generally, like at sports. You know, sports is a big thing for men, you know, like we connect through sports. So it's about talking other stuff. And then you can relate. You know, like uh, recently I saw... This athlete, for example, suffering from depression. What do you think about that? And maybe that will open up a door, you know? Like using other examples, because men won't open up. Not every man can open up like directly. And it takes time for us because we have to be strong, you know? Like, like that's our notion. Yeah. 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 No, it's absolute sense. That's great. Just being able to open that dialogue and um, also giving them a safe haven. Uh, so they yes. can, uh, mm. you know, maybe move a little out of their comfort zone to start talking yes. about things. Yes. Wow. Uh, so, David, this has been, you know, really a terrific conversation. I want to thank you so much for coming on and sharing how to break through men's toxic masculinity to healthy habits. And I know our listeners are going to want to know more about you and where they can find out more about you. Oh, yes. Uh, so for sure, they can connect me on through LinkedIn. So my full name, like Lynn said earlier, it's Kirti Deva Peruman. I'm sure we will pop up a link down there. And also you can book a free consultation for 30 minutes. So I do Zoom across the world. So please feel free to connect with me on there. I'm open to help anyone. It doesn't mean if you know someone like a partner or a cousin or a close friend that you see is suffering, please connect because I'm here to help and I'm sure there are other people as well here to help. Uh, so please feel free to connect with me for a free consultation of 30 minutes. Then yeah. we can go from there. Yeah. Thank you so All much. Right.
That's wonderful. Thank you so much for that generous offer, Deva. Um, and thank you for everyone who tuned in. This has been a really informative um, and deep conversation. And I would like to invite everyone here who has ideas or would like um, to make a comment. You can do that right down below. And we'd love to hear from you and, and get your input. And of course, if you have a topic that you would like us to discuss or um, a specific question that you'd like to send to us, you can do that at join the conversation at petitequeen.com. And to stay current on all of our incredible resources, our insightful advice and articles and incredible in, uh, interviews like the one today with Deva, you can sign up for our weekly wisdoms newsletter at petitequeen.com. And again, thank you everyone who tuned in and is um, thank you so much for being part of our audience. And Deva, thank you. Thank you so much for being here today and uh, sharing uh, your experiences and your knowledge. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Lynn, for inviting me. Uh, that was wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone.